Hey. Hi. Welcome. Welcome. To our podcast. Hi, my name's Adam. Hello, my name is Ryan. And here we are. We're in uh, glorious, beautiful Booton, New Jersey. Not so glorious in this house, though. It's getting a little overrun by garbage and, and, and... It's getting messy. Well, one man's trash is another man's glorious. You tell me this isn't cluttered? It's getting bad. There's dust. It's getting... I mean, I agree with you, but there could be a man out there that <laughs> this would be um, 
quite a glorious, luxurious experience for. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta get to the point of cleaning this place up. I know maniacs that say I have fun doing work around the house. I think they're out of their goddamn minds. You don't uh, have the therapeutic thing where you feel like if you clean your house, you're cleaning your mind or your life in some way. I do feel more cluttered when the place is cluttered, but I'm just so lazy. I want to just relax when I'm home. Well, a lot of people find that decluttering their space will declutter their brain. Their brain. I guess maybe that's true. And I guess since that's something that would help you, you won't do it then. Yeah, it's a sickness. <laughs> it's you know what it is? It's it's battling um it's laziness. I have an I I'm starting to just, I'm starting to come to the realization amongst a lot of my other problems. I am incredibly lazy. Yeah, I am too, but I have a a limit and I have a limit when the clutter becomes so much that um, the laziness goes out the window and it's time to uh, put your boots on the ground. Do you remember that movie came out, uh, what was it called, Clerks? (laughs) Yes. I know. I don't know why I presented it that way. Uh, Well, there's a line in that movie, that movie's I was a huge fan of that movie. All your growing. wisdom comes from clerks. What? No. <laughs> I was a huge fan growing up. I haven't seen that movie. I don't know if I even could watch it now. They're making a third one, which I. A fourth one, you mean? Third. Oh. Well, yeah. Well, uh, who, they're, they're all the same. Yeah, it's whatever. But um, where he says, I related to this when I was a teenager, and I think I still relate to it. And I might be saying it wrong because I haven't seen the movie in forever. But he says something along the lines of he's not the kind of person that would disturb things so that he can shit comfortably. And I think that that's I, – I don't know what that illness is. But it's that I would almost rather – like if the house was on fire and they were like, jump. And I'd be like, that mattress looks dangerous. I don't want to jump on that mattress. And I would just burn. Like I just don't have the instinct to get out of a burning building. I don't possess that instinct. Excellent. I let it all go to shit. I'm very tired. <laughs> I'd like to give everyone a heads up that uh, I don't want to get all into it. We talked about it last year, but I, I removed snow, and I'm very tired. There's been all-nighters. I've been up since 2, so I'm exhausted, and you're going to be able to notice that, and I apologize in advance. That was uh, You just heard the song Mr. Crowley by Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> what, what is this now? What no, what this? was that? Give me the what was the song? That was uh, Blurred Lines by Robin Thicke. I was going to make that joke. Not even kidding. You were going to say what it was, and then I was going to talk about that song. But you went with the Mr. Crowley route. Yeah, I'm, I'm a fan of um, runners. Well, the only... I like runners. The only bad part about that runner is now I feel like I can never play Mr. Crowley ever because it would ruin the run. It's not so bad. But it's such a good song. It's you okay. Know? Yeah, it's, it's... Yeah. That was Got to Give It Up Part 1 by Marvin Gaye, um, which was featured in a uh, film... That Ryan and I watched together, uh, along with a plethora of other movies, like that one that we liked, uh, the Five Bloods or whatever, from from a few years ago. Oh, sure. But yes, it was in a movie that we recently just watched. I knew I knew you were going to play songs from, and that movie uh, we talked about Licorice Pizza the other day, and that movie was by the same director. That movie is uh, Mr. Crowley. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. Now you get it. Boogie Nights. Yo. Um. It was a little movie called Boogie Nights, and uh, it stars Marky Mark and his funky bunch, John C. Riley, Philip Seymour Hoffman, William H. Macy. It's an amazing movie. It's, I, I used to say it was one of my favorite movies right up there with um, <laughs> Clerks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know where it would rank now, but I still love it. And I haven't seen it in forever, and I know that you've never seen it from beginning to end, so sitting and watching it was a lot of fun. What, oh, yeah. Now, what did you think? It, it's such an awesome movie. It's so good. There's, there's no, uh, there's nothing quite like, that's not true. I guess, yeah, it's a it's a little more of a a fun Goodfellas. Yeah, it's good. It, it's Goodfellas-y. It's um, Robert Altman-y. It's, I mean, he wears, the, in his early movies, his inspirations on his sleeve, but it's just so fucking fun and cool. Yeah, a lot of panning. Uh, yeah, yeah. A lot of rain. camera pans through conversations, which I think is pretty Altman. Yeah, the, and when you like, it goes from one conversation and then kind of like yeah, goes into another. Very slowly into the next, and it's this very casual. Yeah, you feel like you're there with yes, them, yes. partying, 
pool it's side. Very Scorsese because it's very Goodfellas because it's over time and it's like it's almost like a constant montage of needle drops and you know what I mean. It's just a constant barrage of like people getting older and things changing well, and it's very good fellas for, for the listener that doesn't know uh boogie nights follows the story of a uh, young man uh i forget his real name oh Ed, eddie something eddie something who's marky mark and uh he is a what a 17 year old kid that, be, yeah at the start of it yeah that works at a roller rink and he gets uh discovered by uh burt reynolds what's his character's name <laughs> Burt Reynolds is a too tired, a renowned pornographer. Yeah, so he uh, he discovers that I, I I don't know. I guess maybe he was just checking him out. Jack and, is uh, Burt Reynolds' name, and Jack uh, <laughs> I think fuck off. Jack finds <laughs> give you a, a a Logan Roy fuck off. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, um, Jack. F- discovers that uh marky mark has uh something that he could really use in, yeah he's got a big old cock in his porno movies and yeah. basically that's that's the movie <laughs> you're, yeah. you're you're following um the tales of dirk diggler yeah see what he changes his name to poor name and it's it's sort of a rise and fall movie kind of but it's it's basically an ensemble movie about the porn industry from the 70s into the 80s specifically following this kid with a giant cock. That's that's the premise of the movie. Yes, I I would it's not. Like a John Holmes kind of thing. I, I I couldn't. I don't think I could recommend this movie to everyone because no, I wouldn't tell my grandmother to watch yeah, it. Yeah, there's something very um, casual. It's very very casual the way that they uh, go through their little industry. <laughs> and, oh, uh, and yeah, I mean it's it's a it's about the poor. Yes. So it's 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 when we did the whole packed thing and we talked about the deuce, we talked about how porn. When it came, went to video and everything, and that that's all sort of in this movie. Yeah, it's very covered. Yeah, well, but the movie is definitely not a like. Um, I don't think it's anti-porn. I think it's very kind of just fun. The whole well, thing feels yeah, very it's, fun. It's just like here, dark at times. Here's what it is. Yeah, and uh, yeah, there's a, there's just a kind of a a reoccurring thing in Paul Thomas Anderson movies where the characters. Uh, they don't really change. No matter what happens to them, they're pretty much the same people at the beginning of the movie and at the end. And it's really hard to pull that off. You, 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 know, you, know? you know something? And I he never, always does. I, I never really thought about it. Now I'm going to. I, I mean, think, I think about it. There will be there, blood. I think there is a change. It's just very subtle. And you're but not sure of they're it. They're not better people. Well, certainly not. No, no, no. I mean, not there will be blood. He, I think he changes, but I think he becomes worse. Yes. I think he becomes worse. Um, I know what you mean, though. There's not like a huge arc where it's like, and then he learned his lesson, or then they, you know, it's, it, that's not really the kind of movies he makes. Yeah. Even in The Master, I, I feel like, I know, like, he, he you're was. You're not sure. Yeah, you're really not sure. It, that movie ends and you're like, I, I don't know. I don't really know what they've learned from this, if I, anything. Yeah, I, I think that most filmmakers can't really pull that off, and he tends to do it over and over again to critical acclaim. You know, it's crazy. Even in, uh, I think, his first movie, Hard Eight. I really like Hard Eight, too. I have not seen it since the first time. It's very, very cool. I, I watched it pretty recently. Yeah, to be honest with you, I... um. I, I gotta watch it again. Yeah, it's a hard one to get your hands on. I think. You, you know who else kind of um, does what you're saying though is uh, I think the Coen Brothers. Yeah, the Coen Brothers very rarely have. The Coen Brothers sometimes almost have no. I know there's a point, but it's just it almost ends yeah, where it began sometimes. Yeah. So the, their I, their movies tend to be a little more story and plot heavy, or as PTAs tend to be a little more like slice of life yeah they're a little more meandering and a little more like you're holding like on people for a while yeah. and they I take mean, their time and oh yeah but the, i mean you gotta just have i the, I guess the only way you could pull it off is you have to have just incredibly awesome characters like off the bat so you gotta develop your character you know the within the me- first within the first like 10 seconds it's tough. You gotta have patience for these movies. I, I could see why people would watch an arty kind of movie and and immediately assume it was um pretentious. I can True. understand why something like There Will Be Blood or The Master are not for everybody. Right. 
I I think they're great. I think they're awesome. I'm a fan. Well, yeah. Know? If you're if you're into fun, uh, and you don't mind hearing you know really grubby sexual comments and seeing graphic sexual stuff, then check out Boogie Nights if you haven't already, man. Yeah, if we didn't sell it to you on the um, <laughs> the premise of it being about the porn industry and it feeling like Goodfellas, then you're just it ain't for you. All right. Because if that's that's what it is, and the, and if that sounds interesting to you, you should check it out. Yeah, it's uh, it's, it's it, there's very little like it out there, especially anything being made now. Forget about it. Loaded with like amazing character actors. I mean, it's just a good time, but uh. And Burt Reynolds, oh my God, he's so good in it. I know, and he apparently he was he didn't feel like that. Yeah, he it was, was pretty I was, upset about yeah, it. Yeah, I was reading about that a little bit, and yeah, he hated working on the film and wound up being nominated for an Oscar. But you have to like if I was Burt Reynolds and this twenty six year old kid who like never really made anything else other than Heart Eight is making this extremely explicit porn movie, yeah. and he's t- doing all these wild shots that from other movies and. And you're Burt Reynolds, and you're supposed to be saying these lines like, I got a feeling there's something magic in those pants. Like, all these insane (laughs) lines. You can understand why he would be like, am I making an enormous... I think about that sometimes when I see a movie that's terrible, and you're like, man, that's so colossal. Like, that's so insanely bad. And you're like... The actor doesn't know. He, to him, it could be Boogie Nights or Pulp Fiction. He's taking an enormous swing yeah. or she on, an, on a crazy idea. And it could either be something where it's like genius and brilliant or it can be a complete fucking disaster. I mean, they don't know. Yeah. So it's just like, I don't know. I, I find So sometimes it's hard to be like, what an idiot. Like Nicolas Cage. Nicolas Cage takes everything. You know, and it's like sometimes it fucking kills. Yeah, you never know what you're gonna get. You don't with know Nick Cage. until you take the fucking risk. You know, Burt Reynolds could have been too high and mighty to do it, and then what? He wouldn't have had that on his credits. Doesn't matter. He's dead. So, so <laughs> great soundtrack too. Oh my Just god, killer seventies, uh, early eighties tunes. Are you, are you um? Do you prefer soundtracks that like have a few good songs like? <laughs> I, I always think like, I what lo- are you asking exactly? Like, I, I'm trying to explain it. Like I love the soundtrack, but like I feel like you almost specifically wouldn't like a soundtrack that's just like a bunch of radio hits. Like like it's just like needle drop after needle drop, and it's just popular song after popular song, and it's almost like it has like no subtlety to it. That feels like something that you wouldn't like. Well, I think that whoever is the supervisor for well for ptas or boogie nights in particular just did a great job curating just the right songs yeah there was a lot of hits but then there's also a lot of songs that you may not know yeah like a lot of people know gotta give it up because well, you, you look know, at like, a huge song you look at like licorice pizza and it's there's a few enormous ones like there's the doors one and oh like, sure like, yeah but, and the mars one but then there's like a couple of uh yeah, there's there's deep cuts yeah. in Boogie Nights. Maybe I'll even play one later. I'll play a deep cut a from deep, the Boogie Nights soundtrack. Deep cut from Boogie Nights. And yeah, and also I guess I don't have my finger on the pulse of seventies pop music. You know, I know the I t- rock pretty well, but I, t- I tend to enjoy the pop a lot. Um I like eighties pop, but sometimes there's a weird thing with the seventies uh pop. It's a little too happy or, or it's something. So, it's yeah, that's fair. But I don't know. I you we've played songs before. It's like almost like that Guardians of the Galaxy shit. And I, there's a lot of really. F- I don't mind happy songs. Yeah. So you, you do you not like happy songs? It depends. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Like, I I wouldn't consider uh, I got a brand new pair of roller skates like a huge needle drop. You no, know? me either. It's happy though. That person's <laughs> yeah. psyched to have a brand new pair of roller skates. Or the song is about drugs. Is every song about drugs? A lot of people think that that song in particular is about drugs. I used to go to songmeaning.com and I would look up the meaning of songs. <laughs> yeah, and everything was just drugs. There was always a couple of comments that were like, oh, it's obviously about heroin. <laughs> it's just like everyone thought everyone thought everything was about drugs. <laughs> um, I mean, probably a lot is, but yeah, I just know that that one in particular. I, I there's that's some slang that I, I guess I'm not familiar with. Me either. That's way before my time. I don't know. 
Roller skates, keys, something I, about the key. I guess my parents would have been in high school during yeah, the Yeah, ask 70s your dad. And see if he knows about the roller skates thing. Yeah, <laughs> ask him about that. So let me see if he could figure any of that out. Oh, man. So we watched it. It was fantastic. <laughs> it really was. Yeah, double feature, actually, that night. Do you want to talk about the other one? Yeah, I guess we we should. Um. Yeah, let's do it. We we so we we all we went to a bunch of us. Me, you, Kate, uh, Nick, Chris, few few former guests there, a whole gang. Um. Did I say Chris? He didn't, wasn't there. No, he wasn't there. Oh, man, I'm like fucking half asleep. Did I say that? Uh, I don't know. I'm also half asleep. Me, you, Nick, Jess, and Kate. We went and saw <laughs> Scream. Scream Five. Well, technically, just Scream. Well, we got to be clear here. I know, but this is what they do now. You're, you, this is what you're doing now. That's what this movie's called. It's a nerd called. over here. Well, I don't like it. I hate when movies do that. But Just, it's, I'm making point of reference because I don't like it. And this is exactly why I don't like it. For this annoyance. So we saw Scream 5. Yeah, technically called Scream. And in the movie theater. And um, and you didn't like it. And I'll be honest with you. Uh, well, I'll, I'll let you say what you thought. But I'll be honest with you. I don't think most of the people we were with really liked it very much. I have a very elaborate, nerdy opinion on it that that I don't know I have the energy for. But what? Did, <laughs> but I will give my best. What did you think? I just thought it's the same movie again and again and again. And did you do you like the other? And I'm not like because you're not wrong. But do you like the other screams? Not as much as you or probably the other people we were with. Right. I mean, I mean, I don't think I'm like a hardcore fan, but I I do like them. I mean, when you think about all of the other slasher movies. In, in that they've made, I I don't scream is not one of the top five that are going to come to my mind. I honestly. think the reason scream uh, is is as high as it is is because there's not a lot of good slasher movies or franchises in the last 20, 30 years. Yeah, there just isn't. No, and so I think that's the reason. If there was as many as there was in the eighties, maybe scream wouldn't get as much. I know it's the meta thing too. Yeah. Is that it was one of the first mainstream because there were others, but it was one of the first mainstream horror movies to sort of point out the rules of slasher movies, and that was trippy to fucking people in nineteen ninety whatever six or seven. Yeah. So I think that's a big part of it. The, yeah, this uh, I feel like everything has to be a wink and a nod, and well, this is part of my elaborate review. And uh, I'm I guess I'm over it at this point, and that includes yeah. anything. Not just scream and. I think we've gotten to a point, and this movie has something to say a little bit about toxic fandom, but that's neither here nor there. But I think we have gotten to a point where, like, pop culture is so sacred, and we know so much about the ins and outs of it that the only place for these franchises to go now is to comment on themselves. Like, even the Matrix was meta. Everything is like, yeah, get it. Like, that's yeah. everything now. And I get that Scream has always done it, so it kind of gets uh, perhaps a pass. But, like, I think there's an exhaustion to it where it's like, just give me the fucking movie. But it's like, Scream kind of ruined slasher movies. It's like how Austin Powers kind of ruined James Bond. I mean, I don't mean literally, but, it, like, it called Austin out... Austin Powers ruined... Oh, I It I called out the cliches, and yeah. it made it very hard... To make a movie with those cliches without people being like, "Oh, we know this now." Yeah, and like call, and that's not a bad thing, but then it's like, "Oh, so then how do we continue?" We will admit to it. Scream. This is what, this is what I will say about Scream Five. I'll call it that because it should be called that. But if Scream One was about slasher movies, Scream Two was about sequels. Scream Three was about trilogies and like Hollywood in general, and Scream Four was about remakes and like the digital age and all that. So it was like they were commenting on shit as it went. That's why you can't, I don't think you can make another one or keep making them because if, if, A, they, they admitted to this. They don't have a killer that keeps returning. So you have to keep coming up with some new fucking whodunit and that's hard. But also it's like you have to have something to say about scary movies to make a scream, it yeah. seems. So this one, I'm not going to spoil, but it's about what they call requels, which is a dumb term that sounds like scooby-doo saying sequels i think it's the stupidest thing ever <laughs> some people call them legacy sequels and it's like 
what, and I talked about this on the Ghostbuster episode. It's what Ghostbusters did and Force Awakens did and even Bill and Ted and Terminator and Jurassic Park is doing. It's what everyone does now and all these TV show reboots. And it's basically they bring back a few older people to be sort of the Obi-Wan Kenobis. And then they bring a bunch of young people and just remake the first movie. Halloween did it. But they pretend that they're not remaking the first movie. They pretend that it's a sequel because they have these old people there. Yeah. And they're full of winks and nods and like, ooh, Easter eggs. And and they almost never work for me. I find them to just be irritating. And so... I like that Scream, and they make fun of the fact that it doesn't have a five in the title in the movie. Yeah. I like that the movie does that kind of stuff. The problem is, is the other Screams made fun of cliches and then gave you something, and they're all sloppy, but gave you something kind of new. I don't think Scream 5 really did that. It just followed the book of cliche. It followed the book of quote-unquote requels, and then was like, isn't this so derivative? And it's like, no, you don't get to do like Deadpool self-awareness and then think that it's like being an asshole and saying like, I'm such an asshole. That doesn't let you off the hook for being an asshole. So it's like Scream 5 is like, oh, we're doing a a legacy movie. So we're doing all the same stuff as the first movie. You have to add something new in there. You have to do something. You can't just make fun of the thing you're doing and then expect that it's like criticism proof it's like no you're still doing the same fucking thing that you did in the other movies do you know what i'm saying you've been up since two o'clock in the morning yeah how did you just do that because i have a real opinion on what they're doing now with these franchise movies basically the studios were like you want to know why you have like jason takes manhattan like in the 80s it was tell me why we have jason takes manhattan (laughs) because in the 80s it was like Let's make a thousand sequels and keep banking on the same title. Then people hated that. It started to suck. So then they thought, let's remake them. And then people hated that. It's not the original. So they came up with this new brilliant idea. We'll give people a new movie. Like, oh, there's all these young people in it for the young people. But we'll also have all the old people in it for the old people. And they think they're going to appease both crowds. But all they're doing is alienating both crowds. Mm. I think it's shit with most of these movies. Yeah. But it's just a way to keep making money off the same fucking idea over and over again. It just seemed like a horror confetti. Just like, oh, here's references to, you know, her name's Carpenter. Right. And they pass Elm Street. Which those movies always kind of did, but like, I don't know. Like, I just, it's just enough already, I guess. It was different back then, I think. I think, yeah, you weren't bored of it. And I do think, even the fourth one was kind of ahead of its time. I, I think, I just think this one had nothing really new. And yeah. the, and then here's the thing. Here's the problem with these legacy movies. <laughs> no, but yeah, well, I, You I, haven't told us the problem with the legacy movies yet? So you have these new characters in the new one. Yeah. They're not bad. And the actors aren't bad. But if you were to make a sixth scream and be like, Sydney's not in it. The originals are not in it. We're, we've passed the torch, which they sort of make fun of in this one. Who the fuck would watch that? Who would be like, I want to watch these new people? Nobody. Because there's no... It's the same thing with Ghostbusters and all these movies. There's no returning Michael Myers or whatever. It's just, it's about these people. So if you make a movie without them, I don't want to fucking watch that. So to me, it's just like, I don't know. Having said that, if I may say one more thing. Say two more things. If I like Jason Takes Manhattan, which I do, then I have to put all slasher movies on that scale. In which case, this movie did have some good performances. I had a good time watching it. There was some really cool kills. If I'm doing a, a screen marathon in five years, maybe my opinion will change, but I think I would still watch this one. I didn't hate it. So my opinion is I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. I thought it was pretty good, but I have my beefs with it. And I have my beefs with the kinds of movies that they're making now, these 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 requels. So that that's my review. I told you it was elaborate. Can you give me like 15 minutes on Jason Takes Manhattan? If you wanted, I could do a whole fucking podcast on any of these movies. Yes, I, 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 could, I believe you. It, it, it's just, I don't know. I'm looking at the bigger picture of how they make movies now. It's not really about Scream. It's just like this way, because Scream calls it out, so it, it got me thinking. The way they kind of do movies now, I have problems with it. I have some, you know, there's some perks to it too, but I have problems with it. You got things you want to say. Well, here's another. I'm done with the screen, but here's something I want to say to you, that you just that you're, um, 
boredom's not the right word, but the way you're reacting to what I'm saying, you are not a guy, and correct me if I'm wrong, but you are not a guy that ever feels hype or like nostalgia or really excitement for movies. Uh, I don't think that's necessarily... It's not often true. No, I mean, I was I was pretty uh, upset with what they did with Star Wars. I don't consider myself a very big Star Wars fan. Right. But I'm, I, I, uh, I'm trying to think. What am I hyped for? But What's like, a movie coming out that I'm hyped for? I don't know. I guess, see, I guess you're right. But that's like, here I am. I'm at work, and I'm putting tire chains on and cleaning <laughs> salters off. And when I get a chance, I'm sneaking away by myself to listen to a podcast about scream or like eyes wide shut i can't let these people know i'm doing that like i have a <laughs> i have a real affection eyes wide shut the podcast <laughs> i've listened to it in the way that people maybe talk about sports or i have a real affection and fascination with the way movies are made now and and i get excited for them and i watch movies to build up to it and i'm almost always you know, a lot of times your your opinion becomes skewed because of that hype and excitement, and it's not till years later that you really know what you think about a movie. But I get excited, and I feel you are not a guy that really gets excited for a movie. You might want to see a movie. I'll get excited for um, a Tarantino movie. I get okay. a, like a big some certain event movies. That's fair. I'll get uh, seen, a James Bond movie. That's like fair. When a James Bond movie comes out. I mean, I've seen you excited for movies before. I know it happens, but I don't think it happens to you often. It, it comes to me on a case-by-case basis. I don't really know what is going to happen when I walk into the theater. I try to keep my hype, I guess, um, leveled a bit at neutral going in. I'm, and then, uh, yeah. you know, I appreciate good filmmaking, good acting, good storytelling, I have a huge appreciation for that, and when it's not there, I'm not into it. And when it is there, it's great. And I, I guess I could recognize that. And uh, it's just a, I, I guess I guess the reason why I don't get that hyped anymore is because um, I'm. We keep seeing what you're saying. Yes. Everything is a, a requill. Yes, it's hard not to... And I just go in thinking that, and I'm not that hyped, especially with any movie that's been made already. Anything that is is derived from a movie that was already made isn't going to get me going. A new Coen Brothers movie. I, I would love to go see The Tragedy Macbeth. It's not playing anywhere. It doesn't really interest me as much as I wish it did because I love the Coen Brothers. I will see it, I'm sure. Yeah, but um, yeah, I can't, I can't really see it at the local theater. But I can see, you know, every movie out right now. Here, let me see, let me see what movies are out right, right well, now at the local well, theater. Well, well, yeah, look it up. I, I mean, and I'm, you know, I'm not. It's hard not to be cynical as you get older because you see the same shit over and over again. It's just. It, it happens to me whether I like it or not. I didn't get super excited for Scream 4. Maybe it's just that I need this excitement in my life at this point. You got West Side Story. They did that once already. Uh, Sing 2. They, they did, did that once They did you. that once already. The King's Man, which I think is... It uh, is a sequel. A, uh, a prequel, sequel, fucking requel. You have... Prequels, that's another thing they've done. I'm waiting for the Scream prequel. There's a movie called The 355. Oh, by Which, way, how, how bad was that CGI character from Scream? I don't want to get spoiled, but that was stupid. CGI the, character? The, like, imaginative person she was seeing. Uh Oh, what? You mean... Um, I don't want to spoil, but that was moronic. Oh, okay. I didn't realize that was CGI. I well, they, was I think they him. de-aged him. De-aging? I think. Anyway, I had fun with the movie, but there was some <laughs> moronic stuff. I um, liked it. I, overall, I liked it. It's easier to complain. Uh, licorice Pizza. Uh, That's original. Spider-Man. They've never made a Spider-Man before. It's about time. Ghostbusters. Yeah. You're making the point right here. I mean, yeah, I don't think yeah. it's like... So... It's just unfortunate, like... It's hard for me to, to get to get hyped. I don't know. It's like a drug for people now. Like, if a Beverly Hills cop came out now, nobody would see it. It's like... It's, like, it's become a drug for people. Although those cult movies... Like Big Trouble in China, I just rewatched that movie. They always bombed to mm. some extent. I don't know. Maybe it's 
they've learned how to avoid the bombing, but in doing that, they've avoided the surprise hits, like in the cult followings. They've they've figured out a way to streamline the stuff that will make them money right into your veins. And we're so addicted to it now mm. that it's like, oh, in the new Ghostbusters, Bill Murray might like not even show up, but you, he might fart and a character smells it. And you're like, I gotta <laughs> see the movie where they smell Bill Murray's fart. Like, you just like, you can't help yourself. You can't help yourself anymore. You just, like, you're, you're, we're just addicted to it. And I, I, I heard a podcast the other day that said, nothing is sacred anymore across the board in the world except no spoilers. Yeah, yeah. It's just become this gross. And I love movies, obviously. It's like my whole life, unfortunately. But it's just become this gross. There's something very kind of a bummer about it, I mm. guess. And there's no fixing it now. I mean, I'm addicted too. I was excited for Scream 5. And I was happy to see it. I Is enjoyed it. Scream it. 5's doing all right, box office-wise. Exploded, yeah. yeah. It beat Spider-Man, which maybe not like ultimately, but it beat it currently. Mm. Yeah, it's... it's it's. There you go. You know, there's a virus that's killing all these people and they can't get anybody in the movie theater. Make another Spider-Man. <laughs> Everyone will die for Spider-Man. <laughs> they will risk people. People will not go to the grocery store. They won't go to work, but they will die for Spider-Man. It's <laughs> like it's psychotic. It's psychotic. Well, they're like, well, we can't miss this. Willem Dafoe is in it as Green. Like we have to see this. It's uh, and I saw it. Like I'm not shitting on anybody, but it's just psychotic. It's just like it's weird. I don't know. But I, I like that there's movies like Scream that call that out, even though, like I said, it wasn't that great of a movie and they just did all the same shit. I, and, you know, and then you see people get stabbed in the face. And it's like, I love seeing people. I love seeing teenagers get stabbed in the face. <laughs> so it's like, I had a good time. But it, it, it is like, it, it is a shame, though, that mm. we have to keep going down those, those, those paths. I don't know. But what are you going to do? It is what it is. And on that note, we're going to take a quick music break and we're going to come back with some... Uh, emails yeah they're piling up here's another one from the boogie night soundtrack this is queen of hearts by juice newton
and we're back. Uh, before we take an email, I just need to say this right now, that my right thumb has been numb for over 24 hours, and I don't know why. That oh, Has that ever happened to you before? Uh, I get... I think it may have. I know I get tingly things all the time. It, that doesn't sound good, though. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I'm like a, a hypochondriac nut, but I, I yeah, it doesn't the, sound great. The underside of my thumb on my palm through the top of my knuckle, completely numb. Completely. Not even like a bad circulation, like pins and needles, but like numb. Yeah, numb. And like then, a needle. wouldn't. You wouldn't feel a needle. I mean, maybe I'd feel the needle, but it's that that numb feeling that you get when your hand falls asleep, except I, think, I can't, like, shake it out. I think I have felt it when things were calloused. I don't know. That sounds like... Maybe you got, like, a stroke brewing. Uh, I think that's the left side you have to worry about with the stroke. I don't know. I wouldn't be so sure. <laughs> a stroke brewing. You might have a stroke brewing. I don't know. You might want to call a doctor. All right. Let's take some, <laughs> uh, some Chen mail. Uh, well, if you die, I apologize. Subject line, streetwalker. Adam... How do you contain the urge to holler at a bird out on the street? I was at Trader Joe's yesterday and peeped a solid dime looking Friday as hell. <laughs> I love that fucking what is crazy. Have you ever strapped down a side piece while entertaining prospects with your with another John? What the hell? What the fuck is he talking John, about? J-A-W-N. Best. Josh. I don't know what this guy's talking about. <laughs> I don't even know what language this is. What is he? Do you think he's... What is he saying? I, 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 he, I think he's trying to be some sort of uh, Cagney. It's like Cagney speak I or know, something. I know uh, like a side piece. A solid dime. Okay, that's a ten. Looking Friday. I've uh, that oh. has to be like awesome. Uh, yeah. Yeah. As hell. I love that. By the way, I've never heard that before, and that's pretty great. Um. <coughs> uh, well, I don't. I don't have that urge. I never have the urge to holler at a bird out on the street. I just don't. You're not a scrub. I don't have that urge. Um. Me either. Certainly never sober. I have you. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Would you ever have a side piece? No. You're not a cheating type. No. I believe that. Yeah, I would never have a side piece. I, I'm not experienced enough to know. I can't even handle one. I. That's my thing. I. I avoid one. How Forg so forget about fucking the side. two? Are you nuts? I. I can't imagine that yeah. in my life. I mean. I don't know. I don't know what this guy's talking about. Streetwalker That's is the like, subject. Like a hooker? Uh, Josh, well, John would go with that. But uh, uh, Josh, you might want to explain yourself. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know what to say to that. Yeah. <laughs> you better call your wife. All right. Let's uh, take another look, see here in the old inbox from another frequent emailer. Uh, subject line, quick question. Dear fellas, do you like blowing slash picking your nose in the shower i think it's great you could blast your boogers all over the place and who cares you could just wash it all away i haven't done it in a while but i did it today and i was all like you know what i you know who i want to know who thinks about this ryan and adam let me know your thoughts anxiously waiting dylan uh i i don't i don't know <laughs> I mean, I would. I guess I would. I I I, I occasionally clean house and I in clean house. Yeah, I clean house um, when no one's looking. Yeah, you're in the shower, and he's right. It washes down. I totally get what he's saying. I mean, I I would, but I I can't. You know, I I wouldn't. I don't think I would just straight up blast a snot rocket in the shower. No, you have you have to. No, I wouldn't. I'm not a snot rocket guy, and in fact, because I'm always afraid it's gonna like stick to my face or oh. something. When I Dude, yeah. Nothing, very little, grosses me out more than boogers. There, <laughs> there are things that should gross me out more, and they don't. Boogers makes me want to die. It make it's so gross to me. We all got them. Yeah. I'm not guilting anyone for, but when I see somebody and I have coworkers that do it, shoot a snot rocket. I want to vomit and kill myself. <laughs> and I see it on the ground. I see it there. And I want to die. I can't. It's like it haunts me, my dreams. But in a shower, my own, sure. Uh, I've I've cleaned house. I don't know. I, you know, I, I don't know that I get as much pleasure from it as you do. Dylan. But I get it. I do I do get it for sure. My my 
my, my bud there. And I can't really <laughs> uh, blow snot rockets because I'm, I'm just so congested. I, I really have difficulty blowing my nose unless I'm... I, I've had that. Unless I'm sick. If I have a cold and I have a runny nose... Do you have that, a de- deviated thing? I mean, because you, you, you do seem like you have sinus issues. Yeah, I have a deviated thing. I actually got the surgery for it and it grew back. Wow. Just grew right back. I had this, my, this, my the gap in my teeth, uh, I got rid of it and it came back. Yeah. Sometimes you're just destined to be a certain yeah. way. <laughs> it's smaller. You're just but... destined to be a freak. Yeah. <laughs> you can't fight it. Yeah, I don't know. Dude, we can't fight the freak within us. I'm going to start getting all kinds of crazy Botox and shit. <laughs> like, just because to, to get rid of... I want to see what I look like. I want to look like Courtney Cox from Scream 5. Like, I want to just, like, make my face look terrible. <laughs> like a ghost face, but for not really. But, but your face is ghost face. <laughs> You could just be the next ghost face. I have to come up with See, a See, really, that would be a, a, a good A really screen. bananas, a bananas motive, and I act really normal the whole time, and then at the end, I'm a lunatic. Why don't they just find a guy that looks like the ghost face mask to be the killer? It's basically Scooby-Doo. I'd love it if they pulled the mask off and it was just a ghost face, yeah. f- like skin face. I would have gotten away with it, too. If it wasn't for you meddling kids. <laughs> um... And then they spit a lot, like Matthew Lillard. No, uh, Dylan, I don't know what to say to that. It's 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 more uh, sense than the Josh email. Mm. I would say yes. I, I do do that sometimes. I heard somebody one time say that uh, sneezing was uh, similar to orgasming. Where I'm not, did I I'm hear not, that? Yeah, I'm not making a joke. It's something I really heard. And uh, I think I heard it on a podcast recently. Maybe we were listening to the same one. I heard it a while ago. Oh, all right. But maybe it's a real fact then. Huh. I don't think it's true. I think orgasm feels a lot better. A kid in middle school, I can't believe I, I, why I'm thinking of this. When I was in a typing class in middle school, I don't know why this weird kid that sat next to me said, you know, if you sneeze 10 times in a row, you have an orgasm. And you tried it? It's middle school. In middle school, I'd be fucking dumping pepper like, in my nose. I was like, I don't think I, I could sneeze 10 times in a row, you know? Well, that's exactly why you can make up a crazy thing like that. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a triple sneezer. So when I sneeze, it's usually followed by two more. But that's it. I, I'm, I'm a little more random, but I'd say one or two. It's very rare that I'd get three. I'm so random that way. Yeah, dude. You just don't know what's going to come out of me. I'm very random. Oh, I hate that. I, me too. Oh, my you know God. what I also hate is now that people, people say cringe? These are words that yeah. people used to use regularly. And now it's like, ooh, cringe. And it's like, yeah. it's like meta. Meta was made up. Nobody yeah. said that. Now it's like, it's so meta. <laughs> it's so meta. <laughs> oh, Christ. Yeah, I got a show recommendation for you. Dude, you got you to gotta get on Yellow Jackets. What the fuck is Yellow Jackets? It's a show on Showtime. Oh, I've heard the name. I, I don't know. <laughs> He's heard the name and is already. There's that other a, yellow being, show. Being a dismissive jerk. What's the other yellow show? Not yellow, knowing anything about Yellowstone it. or something? Oh, yeah. It's not Yellowstone. Well, what is it? What's its deal? You'd probably. My dad's texting me about the finale of Dexter. What's the. Oh, he is. What did he say? He liked it. More. You know. It, what did he say exactly? Why? Well, okay, I'll read it. Speaking of Showtime shows. I think he agrees, though, with what we said, where it's like. It had to end a certain way, but it was kind of sloppily done. I liked it. It was sad, but it had to happen. He was a bad guy. <laughs> you know, the way he, now they can bring it back in five years or so with his kid. So he's, he's being funny. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's, is I, he being funny? I just they probably will. They, they, the Santa Claus is coming back now with Tim Allen. and Everything is coming back. <laughs> They're digging it all up. And some of it's good and most of it's not. Anyway, you were uh, saying a Yellow Jackets. Yellow Jackets. What's it about? Bees or some shit? No, it's about a girls soccer team from New Jersey in 1996. They go to the Nationals. And I don't know, one of the kids' dads is rich. So he gets them a private plane and the plane goes down in the wilderness so it becomes it's a little it's a little lord of the flies it's a little lost there's a little lost going on is it good i think it's really good for for a showtime show especially i gotta like, watch wow. so many shows I, I i've been binging this show called search party on hbo um it's pretty good it's pretty good but there's just so many fucking shows you can't keep up with them all you, i mean there's another the, 
you know, I had one more thing I wanted to say. About Yellow Jackets, I want you to say it. I want you to say it. I, I went off for 15 minutes about fucking screams, so go ahead. The only other thing I wanted to let you know is it's flashing forward to present day. And what and what these uh, the survivors are doing. So now. it is very lost. It is inspired. very lost. So you yeah. got Juliet Lewis, you got Melanie Linsky, and you got Christina Ricci, who is probably doing her best work ever. I think better than Adam's Family Values. Yes, better than Adam's Family Values. Which one of these ladies is the reason you're watching it? Is I don't. It, I don't have a. Is it Julia Lewis? No, there's no. I know lady. you like her. There's no lady reason to you watch said, it. You said you'd hang out with her despite her being Scientologist. I remember that. Yeah, I would. I would. If she's into cool music, not because... I don't know her music taste. Christina Ricci seems seems good. Yeah, I, I never. she never really stood out to me in a, in a real way until... They have a character... Not now, even Black Snake Moan, the yeah. movie that you did like a report on? I, I did write a paper on <laughs> Black Snake Moan in college. But, um, yeah, the... Uh, I think that her character is really well developed, and you got the two actors. You have the kid actor that's playing her too, yeah. and they're they're all really, really brilliantly cast. The way that it definitely sounds like the one season of Lost with the flash forwards. Yeah, but um, but it's really about the savagery of uh, people, teenage girls in oh, particular. Well, yeah, they're they are savage on this this show. It's so crazy. Well, that is interesting. I mean, that's Lord of the Flies. Yeah, it's like what what are people and or kids, what will they become if left to their own devices? Yeah. What will they have to do? Interesting and scary stuff. I don't know. It sounds. I knew nothing about this show other than I've heard the name before. I'm curious. I don't have Showtime. How were you watching Dexter? Illegally. Mm. I think I could get it through my parents though. I think I watched the last episode through the through the app through my parents. So maybe I could find it. Yeah. I'll look in. I'll think about it. I need a new show soon. Dude, it's a show. It's a show. Are we almost done? Ten hot minute, ten hot episodes. I ten hot minutes, ten hot episodes. We're not almost done, are we? Uh sort of. I I do. Uh, I don't know why this triggered, but uh, one of the uh, trailers that I, I saw in well, I don't know one of the movies is, dude, they're turning. Yeah, I, no, you know what brought it up that you mentioned Tim Allen. <laughs> Yeah, they're turning Your Buzz boy. Lightyear into like a gritty character drama, dude. I how, will, how nuts is that? I will say this though: what a creative way to keep an IP going. Yeah, where it's like, what can we do with this? They easily could have just done spinoffs or sequels, but for them to be like, what if Buzz Lightyear the toy was based on a real astronaut? And we made a dramatic Pixar <laughs> character study about that astronaut. Yeah. <laughs> this is the most batshit crazy idea ever. And the trailer is like, doesn't it has like a Bowie song in it? Yeah, or dude, it's 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 like a gritty character <laughs> drama trailer. Yeah, with with no dialogue hardly it's at like all. Captain Tom, or yeah, and 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 people were mad that it wasn't Tim uh, Tim Allen doing the voice. It was um. One of these Chris guys, I don't know, if it was Hemsworth or Evans. Or yeah, one of the Chris's. One of the Chris's. They're cool. Pratt. Pine. Probably Pratt. He does all the <laughs> yeah. voices. One of the cool Chris's and um Slater. And they were set and uh Chris Slater. Christian. And people were upset. <laughs> uh people were upset that uh it wasn't Tim Allen. And they're like, is it because he's a Republican and all this? And it's like, no, because now they're doing this Santa Claus show. No, it's because they want to make a difference. How much you want to bet at some point in the movie, whether he lives or dies, I don't know the story, but somebody gets a toy. Maybe it's his son. Something dramatic. They get the toy that's based on him. Yeah, that's and how they, the movie ends. They push the button and it's to infinity and beyond, but it's Tim Allen's voice. Yeah, roll and credits. And that's the end of the movie. Yeah. I, I, I bet you money. But that that, that <laughs> sounds pretty good to me. I mean, I, Pixar's pretty good. Yeah, I feel like they, could, great. they couldn't do it with Woody, though. No, what would it be about a cowboy? <laughs> I guess, yeah, but um, I just feel like um, Woody is—he is the toy, you know. Like he—he's the emotional arc of. You know what? I will say. I think you're right. It's not called Toys Story. Yeah, it's a. I, I, people may not really think about it, but I believe that that series is about Woody. Yes. Ultimately, and especially and, when you get to the the fourth installment. Yeah, which is really like we've talked about, but what a, it's a ballsy idea for a sequel. Yeah, I'm just like, 
the whole series is Woody and he's developing these friends and this family and he has to help his kid and he doesn't want to be obsolete. So he wants others. And then to end it with, he's, well, spoiler alert, hit fast forward. He's going to off to do his own thing. <laughs> and it's like, man, that's a really fucking ballsy fucking thing for them to do. He's sick of being uh, some toy to some puppet master. Yeah, he's, he's going to go off and do his woody lay, thing. Lay pipe with Bo Peep <laughs> at the carnival. Sounds fucking He's 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 figured it out. He's leaving he, fuck like bros before hoes. He's like Buzz, come on, man. Yeah. Buzz, yeah. Buzz can get his uh, you know, his lay pipe with Jesse the cowboy. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if they bang their toys. We're both shot. I'm so tired. I'm like overtired. I'm I like, dude. I wasn't doing the Z Quill thing for a while. I was like, I still haven't done it in a while. But like, I was finally on. You've a relapsed good, on Z Quill. I haven't yet, but I was finally <laughs> on a good sleep schedule. And then this fucking winter shit, I'm all fucked up. But uh, what's that? Is that Night of the Living Dead when the guys, the bounty, the uh, the what do they call those guys? He's like gonna kill the zombies. And he's talking to the news reporters, talking to him, and he goes, I don't know, they're all fucked up. I think it was Night of the Living Dead. <laughs> Is that it? Yeah, that's it, man. Um, I don't know if we're gonna do another. So I don't know. It might just be me and Adam again. Uh, I don't know what to expect. We've been hard on guests because we've been busy. It's been tough. We were gonna have Jaleel White on this episode, and he died. <laughs> Jaleel White is dead, Urkel. And I tell you, I, I thought I felt like I cursed him. And I looked in the mirror and I said, "Did I do this?" <laughs> I've been holding on to that one for a while. I'll end it on a quote. Are we good? Yep. You got anything you want to say? You're good? No. All right, here's a little uh, <coughs> Dirk Diggler. You're not the boss of me, Jack. You're not the king of Dirk. I'm the boss of me. I'm the king of me. I'm Dirk Diggler. I'm the star. It's my big dick, and I say when we roll. Floating 